Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 3,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 100 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Welcome back to another edition of Wrestling is Trash, a nonsensical podcast to where we talk about professional wrestling, past, present, and quite possibly the future. Um, a couple of production notes before we get started. You can follow Wrestling is Trash on Twitter at Wrestling Be Trash, and you can also follow it on Instagram at Wrestling is Trash. And for all the glorious episodes that have been laid down and recorded, you can find all those on wrestling is trash.com well um since we've recorded the last time a lot of things have happened we have the nxt uh uk show that happened to take over um last night as we record this on a sunday morning uh nxt takeover phoenix has happened and later this evening the royal rumble We'll be rumbling on around and whatnot. So we're just going to do a quick overview of NXT TakeOver Phoenix last night. Maybe gloss over uh, some of the UK stuff and um, give some uh, horrible predictions for the Royal Rumble that will be taking place this evening. So um, now that you're hearing this, this episode will be coming out Monday after the Royal Rumble. So you can hear how horribly wrong we were of uh our choices and picks and whatnot and predictions join me on this journey today as we record the man the myth the legend returning nick anicelli how you doing my friend doing good man doing pretty good i can't complain all right so you watched the nxt takeover phoenix last night correct yes i did sir and um overall before we kind of go through the card a little bit what were your thoughts um, I thought it was pretty good overall, honestly. I feel like TakeOver never really fails. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? I don't know. I feel like you just can't do anything wrong when it comes to that. Okay. Um, let's go down the card here. I got the first match pulled up, and it was the War Raiders versus the Undisputed Era for the NXT Tag Team Championships. Now, right off the bat, this is how you start a show because they had the bomb-ass entrance and everything with the freaking Vikings and all that junk and they had the, their war gear on which seemed not to fit on their head very well because they was constantly holding it trying to keep it from falling off but uh I was crunk about this match man I haven't used the word crunk in a while so that goes to tell you how excited I was to watch it <laughs> oh yeah I, I'm a big fan of the war raiders I will say that mm-hmm. they um, I'm looking at my notes because I put like little taglines and uh, descriptions of the um, the matches as they went on, you know, how I felt after watching it because I didn't want to be jotting shit down while I was watching the thing because it would take away from the show. So I put down little yeah. taglines and notes to remind me of how I felt when I finished watching these matches. And what I had for the War Raiders versus the Undisputed Era, I only had two words for you. Balls out. I mean, this match didn't stop until the three count ended it. You know, it was just all over the place. <laughs> yeah, I know. They, they were just going insane the whole time. 
um, the court will out of the high, high and low that they got to get a reaction out of me. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but, um, what were some of your takeaways from this match as well? I mean, what, what was something that you liked and disliked about it? I just like how the water is. There's some, there's some pretty big dudes, but they move around like just crazy. You know what I mean? And like the thing about the undisputed era, like obviously they, they come off his heels, but it's like, and you always like boo them and think like, oh, I'm not a fan of these guys. But when they get in the ring with the things they can, they do, you just, like, you just sit there and you're just kind of amazed. Like, okay, maybe I do like these guys, but only when they're actually wrestling, not like everything else. Going in, did you feel like the undisputed era was going to lose? Cause I had that feeling. I did too. I think it's because they're going to get called up. Now, how do you, um, this, this is how I feel about the undisputed era. I have bits and pieces of things that I like about it. Um, Roderick strong, uh, Adam Cole and Bobby fish. They kind of rub me a certain way. And I'm not saying that they're bad performers or whatever. It's just like something about them that, you know, it's kind of off putting to me. It's, it's it's like my thing with Okada and Finn Balor or whatever. I'm not saying that they're not good performers or they're not a draw or whatever it is. It's just like it's something about them I don't like, you know. But Kyle O'Reilly, <laughs> that dude, man, <laughs> the way he sells, <laughs> yeah, the way he sells and everything is just how he performs, man. It just cracks me up every time. And out of the four, you know, I'm not trying to say he's the the best out of all of them, but I like him the most. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, he's, he's really good. He's definitely, I agree with you with the whole selling stuff. He just like takes it to all another level. Mm-hmm. He's like Ric Flair, uh, comedy era, triple H and just like Santino plus two. <laughs> he sells like how the rock always sold the stone cold stunner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This shit was crazy. But um, I don't know how that's going to look on the main roster. I mean, obviously, you know, even this, like how you saying, they were supposed to be the bad guys. I'm doing air quotes or whatever, but I believe I heard more Undisputed Era chants than I did War Raiders chants until, you know, the match started really rolling along. Yeah, man, I think a lot of people just aren't 100% familiar yet with the War Raiders. Like, in my opinion... Mm-hmm. I thought they didn't really get on the map at NXT until that last until War Games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like that's when everyone re- I feel like that's when everyone realized how talented they really are. Yeah, yeah, I can agree with that. But um, I don't know. It's something like Bobby Fish has been injured for a great majority of their run, and he's just like kind of in and out. I, I know he had a match with Velveteen Dream, from what I understand, but um, he's there. He's just not really doing anything. And since he's not, he's not as spotlighted as the other three. Yeah. And since he's been out, uh, freaking Roger strong stepped in this place. And normally the tag team combination is Bobby fish and Roger. I mean, um, Kyle O'Reilly, but, um, since storm, I, I, I say in storm, goddamn <laughs> strong has stepped in. I think they are a better combination than him and Bobby fish. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think so too. They yeah. gel very well together. And the murder that freaking uh, you remember that one NXT episode where Roger Strong just murdered these two uh, tag teams when they was up on the stage. They was getting ready to fight somebody. I forgot who it was. And he just came off camera with this flying knee and knocked this dude halfway across the stage. (laughs) Knee out of nowhere. Yeah, it it was freaking crazy. But 
overall, good match. War Raiders, um, I believe they deserve it. Next, oh, I think so. Yeah, next on the card, we have Ono versus Matt Riddle. What was your overall feeling of this match before we kind of break it down a little bit? Well, I feel like everyone knew what the outcome was already going to be, mm-hmm. you know, with Matt Riddle winning. Mm-hmm. But Cassidy Ono, you know, big dude, he can do his thing. But overall, I thought I thought it was a really good match. I'm a big fan of Matt Riddle. I really am. I just, I hope, I wonder if they're going to rush him and get him on the main roster sooner rather than later or if he's going to be in the NXT scene for a while. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, I was talking about my little lines and notes here. Um, I'm looking over what I got for this match. And uh, Matt Riddle, to me, I mean, I was listening, but I don't know. You can only hear so much from, you know, people tapping on the iPad and all kind of other shit going on in the background. But I thought Matt Riddle got a weird reception for his entrance, man. It's just like I didn't hear like overwearing. Yeah, bro, bro, bro. or Nothing like that. It was just kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. I think the bro thing is going to be big. Mm hmm all the way until about a few months on the main roster. Then I think everyone's going to be like, eh. But yeah. you never know, though. Look, they still can't, they still chant Joe every time Samoa Joe comes out. Yeah. They're just getting used to him or whatever. Because, like, just... Yeah, I think the, that's... Yeah. yeah, just even the walk down the ramp was kind of awkward or whatever. He tried to fist bump the, um, the one kid, and he was just like, uh, I guess. And then he tried to fist bump the lady down there around the ring, and she just kind of, like, half-heartedly put, it a, put a fist up. She didn't even extend the arm. I think she just kind of raised her fist. I, I just think a lot of people weren't really invested into the match because, like, I think a lot. If you're a true fan, you already knew what the outcome was going to be. Mm-hmm. And um, also another note I had. Oh no, you dirty bitch! <laughs> he bit that man toe, dude. He put his foot in his mouth. That was nasty as fuck. Yeah, that was gross. Yeah, but um, Cash is Ono. Dude is uh, very talented. Um. I don't know if it's his body type or whatever, but we can also say Samoa Joe and, you know, a couple of other competitors that are, you know, on the main roster doing good things or whatever. But it's just something about him, man. I know he's better than what he's portrayed on NXT. And I'm just wondering if he's just going to be there as a trainer, because I believe there's great value in him as being a trainer there. But um, he's basically enhancement talent, dog. Anytime they got some. It, it was in this promo. He's like, anytime something new comes along, he's the one to dag on getting a scuffle with him and ultimately lose, you know? And it, it, it yeah. kinda, he kind of did that. He played his role here in this match as well, you know, tapping out, not to a submission, but a gang of elbows to the face. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with you. I think he's just an enhancement talent for them. I honestly don't even know if he'll ever make it to the main roster. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to end up being a coach or something behind the scenes for sure. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, it was cool. I just um want to see more of Matt Riddle because I know of him, but I don't know a lot of him. And um, once he get up from around Cassius Ono, you know, I believe there's a whole lot more interesting matchups that uh we have coming down the line. Yeah, it'd be cool to see maybe him and like. Gargano maybe for the North American title. I think that'd be a pretty good one, actually. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the North American title, the next matchup was Johnny Gargano versus Ricochet. My favorite. Yeah. that was So that was your match of the night? Oh, that and then Ricochet is like just my favorite talent. 
Yeah. So uh, what do you think about the gear? Because uh, Johnny always has some kind of comic book theme type gear going on. And then uh, Ricochet coming out with the Miles Morales version of this, his Spider-Man gear. I, I think that's cool. I like how what Gargano always does in that. Those cool. They let Ricochet kind of play his part in there. You know, mm-hmm. I was just a little, a little ticked off at the outcome. So I wanted Ricochet to win, but there's got to be a reason he already dropped it. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Well, I mean, this goes to further the story of Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano. Um, I spoke a little bit about it on Twitter last night. It was just like Gargano had to win. And uh, just to kind of progress the story, because I feel like, you know, as soon as he won, I automatically said Ciampa was winning because they both going to have titles and it's going to be pretty much a pissing contest between the two. He's like, I'm the better champion than you are, so on and so forth. Or even from what I've read from other people's opinions and whatnot, they were talking about maybe they would come together and be like, um, uh, uh, you know, a group, a faction again. To where you know they both are the champions and they feel like they're better than anybody else and then there's some type of uprising against the two or they just kind of fall out and go back into the scenario like I was saying you know one maybe lose the title and the other one be like well I want your shit now you know so it's, it's just another layer to you know the story I, you, know what I, you know what I think would be cool if they did I haven't seen it in years so I doubt it's going to happen but maybe at like the next NXT takeover have the main event be those two team up both champion versus two challengers but both titles are on the line. What's an instance they did that? I know they've done it some kind of fashion, but I don't remember when. So the only one I really remember like very well, I think it was King of the Ring 2000. It was like Shane McMahon, Vince, and Triple H versus The Rock, The Undertaker, and Kane. And I'm pretty sure like whoever pinned who got that belt. Like I think The Rock, yeah, I think The Rock actually pinned Vince and he became champion, even though Triple H was the champion. But I think that'd also be kind of hard to do in this situation. Like, I think you'd have to make it very clear that this guy's going for that title and this guy's going for that title, but they're in the same match. Mm-hmm. Now, um, my notes that I had here for this match, uh, a little more from Ricochet. Now, I've seen um, not a lot, but uh, quite a bit of Ricochet's uh, matches prior to WWE NXT and everything. And um, I've noticed a little bit of a change, you know, him being on the NXT roster ra- prior to um, watching his matches before then, because um, I, I felt like he always had this high risk style and he still displays that here. But it's more of a, a controlled thing, if you understand what I'm saying. It's just like it's not all out there and wild and ballsy like how it used to be. It's just more focused and calm and it's like it has a purpose rather than oh I'm just doing a cool move and shit yeah I think they're doing it to play him safe too because my opinion I could be a thousand percent wrong maybe it's a little biased because like I said he's, he's my man but maybe I don't know maybe they're trying to keep him safe because maybe they're going to try to make him a big deal mm-hmm. like my, my thing is when this takeover and the next takeover like with title change and stuff I'm just assuming call ups I don't know if it's. I don't know if they're already going to pull the trigger on Ricochet to get called up or not. Yeah, and then what? That's I've, why I. Re- that's why I really thought he was going to win because I thought Gargano would finally go up to the main roster, but I don't. I don't see that happening honestly anytime soon. Yeah, but like when I say a little more from him as well, it's just like I've seen more 
technical style and skill out of him rather than, you know, his flashy moves in this match. And some of the ways he was uh, selling injuries and whatnot, it was different from what I was normally used to seeing from him. So I appreciated that a lot. And then also, what I had down there was next for Johnny. And then I kind of alluded to that or whatever after the match was over. Yeah. I don't know, but I think they're going to pick up the pick up the feud again. Like you said, I it just it, it makes the most sense. Cuz Aller's still lost. So, I have a feeling he's going to get called up cuz wasn't he supposed to get called up or something, but then he got injured, so they kind of delayed it. I believe so. Um from what I hear anyway, I mean, you you read more things than I do. I just kind of let it come to me naturally, I guess. But I'm I'm still kind of nervous. You should go up to Black should go up to SmackDown and him and Andrade feud over Selena. She's my manager. No, she's my wife. No, yeah. She's my manager. Yeah, and, and if anything, I mean, from what we've seen as of current, any of the guys and gals that are married to each other, they pretty much wind up on the same show for the most part. So if he does come up, more than likely he might be going to SmackDown. That'd be cool. I think him and maybe like AJ Styles could be a really good match. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, the possibilities are endless. I don't think there's nobody on SmackDown that he couldn't have a good match with. Because I mean, there's even if you break a singles matches down with the tag guys, you can have him and Cesaro or him and Sheamus or um, who else they got over there. Any member of Sanity or whatnot. I think I, th- I think even him and Jeff Hardy could be a good one. Yeah, that could be some interesting as well. All right. Especially with kind of both how their characters are and stuff. Yeah. He, he <laughs> can you imagine a long term feud with uh, Alistair Black and freaking uh, Jeff Hardy or whatever? He come up off of the stage with his little, you know, how he rise up and shit, but he have like yeah. Jeff Hardy face paint on or some stupid shit. <laughs> that actually be kind of cool though, in a way. Yeah. I booked it. There you go. TM, TM, TM. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next match we got on the card for the NXT Women's Championship, Shayna Baszler versus the EST of NXT, Bianca Belair. It took me a while to figure out what the EST shit was before she cut the promo about how she's the best, the strongest, and all the other shit. I was like, oh, it's the end. Yeah, I thought this was another good match. Honestly, I like Bianca Belair. I I, want to see something with her and Naomi really bad. You do. So bad. Oh, yeah. So bad. I think they'd have a really good match. I don't know. It's hard for me. Like, Shayna's very talented. I just can't get into the character of her. I don't know. I just can't. I believe they made the right call with this match, though. Cause, yeah. Because no, no. um, what I got here is um, she she has an air of cockiness to her. Bianca Belair does. But. Yeah. Um. She seemed nervous to me, and it kind of showed in the face a little bit. And um, just the selling of the arm was wasn't all that great, and everything. It was just like this match was okay, but it wasn't like really good. It, it, and it, it just kind of showed because, this, like, I don't think she was ready yet. Yeah, there's definitely been a lot better female, you know, matches on the card, women's matches in the past. Yeah, I just I don't think she's ready yet. I mean, I'm not I'm not doubting the talent. I'm not saying that she's bad or good. It's just like I don't think she's ready to. She's not at championship level caliber yet. 
I mean, it, it that, goes back. And then to, this is probably the biggest stage she's performed on too. So she probably had nerves and stuff like that. Well, yeah. Um, I'm just. It's not there yet for me. I mean, I like her a lot. It's just, it's not a time. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with you on that one. And that damn hair whip, though. Oh, that looks like it hurts. Like, it's like shit. Yeah, she got a cut on her stomach because of that. Yeah, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, man. It's what I, what I thought, because I don't know. I, when she does the hair whip, I thought that was like played up. You know, like they kind of added the effect in there or whatever. But I don't know, man. Since the cut showed up and everything, I was just like, Ew, that that had to sting a little bit, you know. Yeah, that that that's gotta hurt. That's gotta hurt. All right, but um, yeah. I mean, I've said all I've said about it. The arm selling kind of irritated me or whatever, and that kind of added to what I was saying about she wasn't ready yet because she had the injured arm. She was kind of selling it, but then at the same time, she was using the same arm for offense. Yes. So, yeah, th- this match wasn't, like, the greatest. It was good, but, you know what I mean? Can't complain. NXT always does its thing. Yeah. And I, 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 know, what you're, it, I know what you're saying. Yeah, but I, I, I didn't see at any point to where I thought she was going to win. I, I didn't feel it at all, even with the false finishes. No, nope, yeah. I've definitely seen one-sided. Mm-hmm. So, well, with that being said, let's roll into the main event. Tomasa Ciampa versus... Alistair Black. I love Alistair Black and his character. His music, everything, everything about him, I'm just a huge fan of. Yeah, I, I dig it as well. And I, I don't know if it was a coincidence or not, but like his uh, gear, he had uh, the one leg that had like, uh, I guess, like the dragon scales or whatever the, it, you know he thought it was or what it was supposed to be. That was the leg that he was selling. Like that was the injured leg yeah. and whatnot. So I don't know if that was done on purpose or just, you know, to have a cool aesthetic to his outfit or whatnot. Could I think about that stuff or whatever? Cause I, like I often imagine me being a wrestler or whatever and how I would sell a body part or whatever. And I would have to be a trope to where like, all right, if I'm my right arm is supposed to be hurt or whatever, I had to have some wrist tape or something on my right arm to remind me that, all right, that's the hurt one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I knew this match went for a while. Yeah, it did, and then and I knew Black. I mean, not Black. Uh, Ciampa was gonna win, but it's not like how the Shayna Baszler and Bianca Belair match. I didn't feel like, you know, I felt Ciampa was gonna retain after you know seeing the Johnny Gargano match. But there was moments in the match where, like, yeah, this is it could go either way. I, I could I would have been comfortable with Black winning, but I didn't feel like he was gonna win. And then the epic, the epic stare down after with Ciampa and Gargano raising their titles. Yeah, I mean, he took hell of a, a lot of abuse in this match. Black did, and he kicked out a lot of shit. So, you know, any t- even my wife was calling the shit. She was in there watching it with me. And, you know, he hit the move or whatever. I was like, all right, that's it. And she's like, nah, he about to kick out. And he would kick out. And every time she said he was going to kick out, the dude kicked out. And I was like, you don't even watch wrestling. How you know this stuff? <laughs> She's like, nope, I know. I know everything. Yeah. Chopper just knows how to tell a really good story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he, um, in a way, he put over Alistair Black, which he, you know, it was great. He, I, he, he, I think I think Black needed that, too. Yeah. He told, he told the story with his leg. He sold it pretty good. 
Um, he kind of did the same thing like I was talking about. He's doing a lot of offense with the injured leg or whatever. But immediately after doing something, he was like, ow, it hurts. <laughs> you know, it was just like yeah. showing that he was in pain and he had to hobble and everything, even when he was uh, running the ropes or doing anything like that. So that was pretty good on his part. Yeah. Overall, good takeover. I thought it was a pretty good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, like what you were saying, him coming out on the ramp, holding up the title, then Johnny Gargano coming alongside of him, holding up his title, and uh, staring at Ciampa's belt and kind of staring back at his belt as well. And then what we didn't see on the WWE Network, which was a WWE.com exclusive, was the aftermath of that. Uh, Velveteen Dream came out to confront the two. Then Adam Cole came out after him. And then uh, Alistair Black kind of hobbled up on the scene as well. And then uh, Velveteen Dream uh, laid a hellacious slap to the face of Johnny Gargano. A little scuffle ensued. And then they went backstage and they all had like a brawl or whatever. So what do you feel, in your opinion, is uh, on the horizon for these five individuals? I don't know. It's hard. There's two of them are champions. Like, if it was one, if it was just one champion, I'd probably assume a ladder match maybe or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Unless maybe they do, like, two matches with the same five guys at once. Like, the first one's for the North American title, and then the next one's for the uh, NXT championship kind of thing. Kind of like a two out of three falls match, but only two matches. Mm-hmm. Kind of back-to-back. Like, I know they did at WrestleMania 2000. I think... Kurt Angle had, yeah, he did. He had both the European and the IC title, and it was him, Jericho, and Benoit, and they had two matches. The first one was for, like, the European, and the second one was for, like, the Intercontinental. So maybe they're going that route? Mm-hmm. So, I, I'd like to see that. I don't know, maybe. A lot of people were asking uh, why the hell was freaking um, Adam Cole out there or whatever. I was like, well, I mean... He made his intentions clear, you know, since he showed up on the scene that he wanted the NXT title. So, I mean, it made sense for him to be out there no matter who had the belt. And then Velveteen Dream is Velveteen Dream. He, You know, his intentions are clear as well. Then Aleister Black, I don't know, man. He lost cleanly. No shenanigans. So, um. Yeah, so it's like, it's like does he even deserve another match technically, you know, by paper? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It was a good show, though, and I'm just... We we shall we shall see where it takes us. Yeah, because it's what? Two more takeovers, Tailmania, or is it one more? No, no, just one more. Just the one, one uh, NXT takeover, I guess, guess it's going to be called Brooklyn, because it's at the Barclays Center, so I'm just going to assume it's Brooklyn again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm down yeah. for the... You want to jump into the predictions now? Yeah, you got the card up. Yeah, yeah. So the first one we got... Uh, online, it's in, I don't know if it's official, I didn't look, but the kickoff show, you have uh, Buddy Murphy, Hideo, Tozawa, and Kalisto, all for the Cruiserweight Championship. Nah. I'm going with Hideo. Yeah, I mean, it's long overdue, man. He's, he's... Yeah, I don't watch 205 much, but I've just seen his name a lot on there a lot more, so that that's honestly the reason I went with him. Like, there's no reason, that's just my guess. I mean, they they did a a great video package on Hideo, man. They're just saying, like, he came up in a time to where he was supposed to be the big deal, but then they started adding all these top-tier talents like Finn Balor, Bobby Roode, and all these other p- 
people. And even with his injuries throughout all those call ups and everything, you know, he's been pushed further and further back to the line. And so, you know, maybe this is finally his time for them to do something with him or whatever, because, I mean, he has some talent. He's rough as fuck, but we'll see. Yeah. And then next, we got Becky Lynch and Asuka for the women's title. I'm going with Asuka, and I'll explain why later, but I'm, I'm just going with Asuka. Like, I have a really good prediction, I guess, so that's why I'm going with Asuka. Yeah, I, I believe that'll work. I, I'm I'm down with Asuka retaining, uh, who is 37 years old and does not look a day over 26. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's going to keep the title to at least Mania. Yeah, I, f- I feel the same way. Um, what what what, 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 what ah, I can't even talk. What makes you think that though? Why, why is she keeping it? Because you see something on the horizon for Becky, maybe in terms of a yeah, Royal so Rumble guess, win. I guess what we can do, we can let. Yeah, I was gonna say we can just go from this prediction to that. Yeah, so like, because me and you were talking about it this week. I think Becky's gonna lose, and then she's gonna win the Rumble. She's gonna be in the Rumble later tonight, but. And then I just don't see, like, because WWE, it's clear as day somehow. I, I know you have your little your little prediction, and I think yours could be exactly right, too. But uh, what does it say? It's pretty much going to definitely be Ronda, Charlotte, and Becky. So it's like, what do they do with the uh, SmackDown title? You know what I mean? Like, so it's, I guess now it's more like, who do you think Asuka might face at Mania? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe Naomi. Maybe they do something with Naomi. I, I don't think Mandy Rose is ready. I don't think Sonya Deville is ready for a big match like that, you know? And a lot of people, um, you, you speak about Sonya Deville, a lot of people are kind of placing their chips on her to win the Rumble. So that'd be a huge prediction. Like, I, I would be very surprised if she won that. I could see her being in, like, that final four, final six. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I don't know. So you're going with Asuka and then. Yeah. What's your what's your little prediction again with the women's rumble? Um, uh, shit, man, I kind of forgot what I said, but it, it it all wound up being a triple threat match for um. Because I think because I think you said because I guess we can go into the next one, Sasha and Ronda. Mm-hmm. I think you said, and it makes sense too, that Sasha wins. I don't know how, maybe shenanigans, maybe or something. Who knows? And then I think you said Ronda enters the rumble. And challenges Becky. Yeah, and because um, Charlotte. Title. Yeah, because Charlotte, Becky, and um, freaking Ronda would all be on the Ronda. same brand. They all have a beef with each other from um the TLC uh, show. You know, um, Becky, uh, freaking they when they invaded Raw, uh, beat up Ronda and everything, and proclaimed herself the man. Uh, Charlotte, when she had the match for Becky. At the um, pay per view against Ronda Rousey, you know she beat the shit out of um, Rousey <laughs> unprovoked, unprovoked or whatever. Then at TLC, Ronda got her revenge by toppling the ladder and causing Oscar to win. And you know, which is kind of contradicting my pick or whatever. When I'm coming up with this scenario, I picked Oscar to win, but um, it can still turn out either way. And um, it's just yeah. Oh no, keep going, keep going, keep going. Yeah, so, you know, all three of these women have a beef with each other, you know, from all angles and whatnot. And to me, it would kind of make sense for Sasha to win. Ronda goes into the Rumble, wins the Rumble, 
floats over to SmackDown because, I mean, that was the stipulation in the rumor before, you know, with the Fox deal that they wanted uh, freaking Ronda on SmackDown because it was going to be on Fox. And this would be a way to yeah, go over that, there. That's, that's, what, that's what I was going to mention. That's how Ron. It's just there's a lot going on, I guess, around Ronda. Like, because yeah. it's like WWE, obviously, their flagship show was Raw. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they want Rousey on Raw now. Mm-hmm. But with that whole Fox deal, Fox wants Ronda. Mm-hmm. But then now there's all this speculation that Ronda is going to be done after Mania because apparently she wants to start a family. Mm-hmm. But she kind of shut down rumors. She didn't say 100% like, no, I'm still staying. But she didn't say she was leaving either. Okay. She was just talking about like, like you know, I think she said something about her vagina, honestly. Like my vagina or some tells me when I'm having it or something weird like that. But okay. So she could be leaving. She might not be. And then so that's and, why I, if, I just think if, if she is really leaving, I don't see her going to SmackDown just for Mania season, just because of how WWE puts Raw on this shoot pedestal. Well, I mean, even if she is leaving or whatever, she can do what I said, um, go to Mania. They have a triple threat main event because that's kind of what everybody's been clamoring for and thinking about and speculating and whatnot is going to happen. Um, she can do the job and go off, take time off to do her family thing and then come back later if this is still something she desires to do. Because, I mean, come on, she only signed a year contract, which I don't even think she's been there a whole year yet. Or has it? Yeah, she was at Rumble to Rumble. Yeah, because yeah, she showed up at Rumble last year. Yeah, so, so. she signed a year yeah, I don't, deal. I don't know what I don't know what they're doing with that. Yeah. But we'll see. And then the next you got Sasha and Rhonda, mm-hmm. which is like, it's hard to, I'm, I'm going to predict Rhonda. I, I, you know, even though we have all this speculation, I'm still mm-hmm. just going with Rhonda. I don't see Sasha winning. Yeah, because I mean, if we're still fantasy booking this women's main event or whatever, you, is it going to have to be one of the, the either Rhonda loses or freaking uh, Becky loses? Or Charlotte wins yes. the Royal Rumble. Or Becky wins the Royal I Rumble. Yeah. I hope Charlotte doesn't win it. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's going to be a combination of those three. We we just have to see how it plays out. Yeah. But, uh, and then next, mm-hmm. we got the bar defending the titles against the new team of the best in the world, The Miz and Shane McMahon. In some kind of weird fashion, I believe that Shane and Miz is going to win. <laughs> Yeah, I think so too. And it's either because obviously Shane's going to compete in Mania, so it's either going to be like I could see them maybe doing some crazy tag team match, mm-hmm. or somehow this ends up into a Miz Shane match. Yeah, I mean that that's the rumor and speculation from what I've been hearing from other shows and whatnot. Like, and honestly, you know they don't really have to win this match to have that happen. It can be something to the effect of where. You know, they had it one and one of them fuck up and then the one blames the other and then you have your feud all the way up until freaking WrestleMania or whatnot. Or maybe even Elimination Chamber. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. Or it could be uh, the same thing to where they win the titles and then, you know, Elimination Chamber come around, some kind of miscommunication, they lose the belts and then you still have your issue with each other and leads into WrestleMania. Or they can even face each other as champs. I know Mysterio and uh, Eddie Guerrero did that at one WrestleMania. They were both tag champs in a one-on-one match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So many possibilities. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then next match I'm honestly not looking too forward to. Not saying because they're bad or anything like that. Just I feel like I've seen it a lot lately. But Nakamura versus Rusev. 
but Rusev being the United States Championship. Isn't that? I'm, I'm going with Rusev. I really don't have a reason why. I just think long term, I think there's going to be a ladder match for the United States title at Mania. Yeah, that's uh, what I've been seeing around the horn as well. Isn't this a pre-show match? Uh, I think it is. I think it is, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to stick with Rusev as well. Yeah, I hope there's a lot of match, but I guess we can get into that. And then after um, that, we'll do the men's rumble first, then we'll do the tag titles. So the men's Royal Rumble, I think me and I both kind of have the same, but I'm going with Rollins just because Rollins is going to be the one to beat Lesnar. Yeah, I can I can go with that. And it, I think me and you talked about it or one of the other shows I, I said it, it was to where Daniel Bryan was the litmus test to see if they can have – a little guy beat Brock Lesnar. You know, there's like... Yeah, yeah. So, now you got Finn Balor in place to potentially, you know, put on some kind of a good match against Brock Lesnar and have him possibly beat Brock Lesnar. But this is the thing, though. Daniel Bryan really made it believable to me because he was like a vicious mother. You know, those cross faces when he had him in a submission hole and everything. I thought he was going to win there. But, you know, I don't see that aggression and vicious side to Finn Balor. Even when he in the demon paint or whatever. I don't see it or whatever. It's just his moves are kind of quicker and faster paced because I have paint on and shit or whatever. But you know how I feel yeah, about so, Finn Balor anyway. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, no, you're not a big Balor guy. But yeah. So you do you think Rollins wins it or I, I can see it. I can see Rollins winning. You know what I, you know what I want to see? Because, like I said, I'm a big Rollins fan. I think Rollins is going to win. Mm-hmm. And Rollins always goes for long matches. I, w- I wouldn't mind seeing, like, Rollins go the distance tonight from, like, number one or number two and win the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the, what, what's, the, what's the longest one is, like, an hour, 18 minutes. By yeah, Dan- by Daniel Bryan, which yeah. I don't think he'll beat Daniel's Bryan, Daniel Bryan's record just because there was more people in that match and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But it'd be cool to see him win from like number one. Yeah, and does that even really count? <laughs> the um, they, yeah, they, WWE puts it in the, the Royal Rumble videos now. I don't get why because it was only a one-time thing, but yeah. just like that's where Strowman holds the record for most Rumble eliminations, even though it wasn't technically the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> So, so what? What? So what? And then, because so if Rollins doesn't win, my dark horse is Ali Mustafa Ali. Mm, I don't know. That's gonna be weird too. And then we got to see where this um worlds collide thing tournament is gonna uh, throw some people at too, because it's gonna be a crossover between the NXTs two hundred five live and uh, I think the UK show as well. And uh, whoever wins that tournament gets to pick whatever championship they want a shot at. So I'm guessing that's going to be limited between the brands that's participating. So do they either get a shot at the NXT titles, either or, or the 205 live title? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because I doubt if they're going to have all those little guys be like, all right, if you win, you get the shot at the Universal or the WWE championship. It's probably just going to be exclusive to the brands that's crossing over on the show. Yeah, that's what I imagine. Yeah, so maybe Velveteen gets his uh, shot in there like that. But anyway, that's Paul from the course. Um, Mustafa Ali, I don't, I don't know. I, it, it would be cool but, though, seeing how they've been um, pushing him to the forefront lately. But yeah, I definitely think he's going to be in that final four or final six for sure. Okay, I'm down with that. And what we got next? It's just I think I was talking. I was talking. Oh, 
Yeah, we'll go into that part yeah, after, actually. Good. Then, um, so then we got, so who's your pick, though? You never said who your pick was. I said I was going with Rollins. Rollins. All right, and then uh, we got Lesnar and Balor. I guess we kind of already talked about it. Mm-hmm. I think we're both agreeing it's going to be Lesnar. Mm-hmm. But like you said, it's not going to be as, it's predictable that Lesnar's going to win, but I don't think it's going to be as predictable as always, you know, just because Balor's little. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to put on a great match, though. Yeah, I think it's going to be pretty good. You know, they might surprise yeah. me. Yeah. Because, I mean, I would I would, ra- I would, rather see, because, I mean, this is the story you can tell. You know, they always talked about how he didn't really lose his universal title, even though he got a rematch for his universal title when Roman won, you know, but that don't count. Yeah. Um, it only yeah. counts because he needs to win it off of Rollins. And if he pulls the victory over Brock and Rollins wins the Rumble, you get the rematch for the first ever universal title, <laughs> you know. You get those two. Yeah, no, I I like it. Like if Bauer wins, I'm not going to be mad at all. It's just where does that put Brock for Mania? Mm -hmm. And then it's interesting how what they're going to do with the elimination chamber. Is Brock going to be in the elimination chamber? Yeah, you know, yeah, I doubt it. I doubt they're going to have two chamber matches, and I think they already said one of them is for the women's tag titles, Mm -hmm. and then I think the other one might be for SmackDown, maybe. Like the opposite team, like Cecil Rollins wins the Rumble, so their Mania match is set. Maybe Daniel Bryan or AJ Styles, whoever wins that, defends the title in the chamber, or the winner of the chamber match faces the WWE champion at Mania. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would rather Brock be in the Elimination Chamber. Braun Strowman causes him the match somehow, some way, uh, gets the title off of Brock Lesnar, maybe Finn Balor, and then you have Braun and Brock. At WrestleMania, no title involved. Yeah, that's what I was literally just saying. Or even tonight, Braun somehow causes Lesnar the title. Balor wins. And then maybe, because I doubt Lesnar's going to do like an Elimination Chamber match, honestly. Maybe not the match itself, but the whole pay-per-view as a whole. Mm -hmm. And then maybe he interferes in the Elimination Chamber, causes Braun his title shot or the title. Or something of that. And then, they, like you said, a non-title match. And then Braun finally beats Brock. I wouldn't mind seeing that either. So, it could go that way now that you say it like that. Yeah. For the show. And then last, we'll do this one quick. And then we'll talk about, like, I guess, Mania for a little bit quick, quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian and Styles. I'm just going to go with Daniel Bryan. I hope so. I, 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 I would rather him keep it. and But at the same time, I wouldn't be sad if AJ got it. But I would more rather the belt be on Brian. But at the same time, if Brian does win, what's next? That's what like that's what I was talking to one of my friends about. It's like this usually by this time you can predict like a large portion of the WrestleMania card. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the only thing that's predictable is and even from the things we say today, you still don't know, but the only one that really seems set in well two is the triple threat with the women. And then it sounds like Rollins and Lesnar is pretty locked in there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's like, I have no clue what they're going to do with the WWE Championship. Maybe Mysterio, you know? Yeah. Like I said, I think SmackDown's going to have a ladder match for the U.S. title. Probably like Rusev, Nakamura, probably throw Hardy in there. Because then I heard somewhere else, too, a while back, though, like not recently, that I think they want to do Styles and Orton at Mania, which I'm, I'm not, you know... 
Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be too offended by that. So maybe Styles, that's how Styles loses tonight. Mm-hmm. Orton cost him the title. Even though Orton said he's in the Rumble, but that's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. And then if they do have a match one-on-one, uh, we'll finally get to see the RKO out of the phenomenal elbow, which they teased oh, yeah. it. Yeah, and I've been saying that. it since he hit the SmackDown roster that it was going to happen, but uh, we're going to see it. <laughs> I hope it just doesn't happen till Mania, though. Yeah. yeah I don't know. Like the Mania, like because then you know this. I have a good feeling there's going to be a ladder match, but it's just for, like the US, like I said a few times. But but then it's like I wonder what they do with Lashley. Maybe mm. Strowman and Lashley. I don't know. Because you know Braun's going to be big on that card somewhere. Whether he's not fighting Lesnar, Braun's going to be part of that because Braun's bringing in money. They like Braun. Braun's their monster. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so he'll definitely be part of it. So I would, I'd rather see Braun and Le- Lesnar in like a good 10 minute just fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just kind of like how Lesnar and Goldberg did recently at Mania. They fought for 10, maybe like 12 minutes, but it was aggressive the whole time. I think that's what you got to do with the big guys now. They can't. They can't go the distance. Yeah, I mean, it's been proven that they shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's definitely been proven. But yeah, I'm excited. I don't know what what, what predictions do you see for Mania? What do you What do you think might happen? Uh, the only thing that's clear to me is the triple threat, and then I'm sticking with um, you know, somehow, some way that it may be Finn and Rollins. And then um, it's we talking about Lesnar and Finn. Um, he's been quoted as to saying he's been leaning too much on the demon or whatever. Do you think we see it tonight? No, no. He he announced it too, like on some website that like now the the man Finn Balor or the guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it makes. But then it's like, but I don't know because then I don't. I wonder if the demon will appear in Mania. It has to. Because we've never seen it yet, <laughs> and that's yeah, like the- maybe, maybe because maybe they could do what I was talking. If they do Lesnar and Rollins, I wouldn't mind like Strowman, Lashley, and Balor like a triple threat for the IC title. Yeah, we'll, we'll see, man. Because that's what everybody's been waiting for since he came to the main roster to see him do his demon entrance at a WrestleMania. Yeah, I'm trying to think since he's been on the main roster. I think he did it versus Bray Wyatt. I think he's done it three times at SummerSlam against Wyatt. I think he did it, or maybe not. But I know he did it recently with Corbin. He did it the first pay-per-view with Rollins. He did it with AJ. I know he fought AJ. Did he do it with AJ Styles when they fought? Or did he just go no? Because I know he was supposed to be the Demon, so he ended up sticking with the Demon. Yeah, he did it with AJ. So he's only done it like four times and been on like for let's say like in two years he's only done it like four times not saying he's got to do it every pay-per-view but Mm -hmm. mania i'd like to see it at mania at least yeah me too there's a lot tonight's gonna answer a lot of questions probably that's for sure (laughs) yes it is and i'm excited for all the questions to be answered (laughs) i know right literally we could have every single prediction wrong go back and listen to this like wow we weren't even close (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's how, I, that's, that's how it usually is because we're just the armchair so I'm quarterbacks gonna ask, <laughs> i'm gonna ask you like a couple more questions quick quick all right now it's like so see how last year there was a very big significance with the women's royal rumble it was the first one right mm-hmm. so 
do you think the women's closes out the pay-per-view? Do you think the men's close out the pay-per-view? Or, like, I think the show's going to start with a Rumble match. I think the female match is going to start it. Yeah, that's what I, I kind of had that thinking, too. Because last year, I could see why they didn't, because the women were main eventing it and everything like that. Mm-hmm. This year, you know, I really... But it might not be right off the bat, because what if Becky and Asuka have to go? You know what I mean? Yeah, because, I mean, for Asuka... Scenario- there's no way they do... There's no way they do back-to-back Rumble matches, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for our scenario to play out, the match has to go on before their Rumble, so. Yeah, so what I think, and then it's like, you know you're going to want Ronda and Sasha high up on the card. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, yeah, it's hard to even predict how the card's going to go in what order. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I know, man, it just... Think about all the predictions we kind of made for those matches to plan out, and it also involved the loser entering himself into the rumble. So I don't know. The women's I could, rumble might be you last. Could very well, you you could very well see Becky and Oscar open the show. Honestly, yeah. Honestly, now that you think about it, it probably will because if they have Rusev and Nakamura, and then the other one on, they're not going to open the show. I don't think with that tag match with the bar. So Becky and Oscar very well might start the show. Yeah, I'm down with that. And then, uh, what, what? So for each match, the men's and the women, who's your final four in each? Man, I have a hard time predicting those. <laughs> what, what you got? Men's, I'm going with Rollins, Ali, Joe, and. Maybe Lashley? Mm, I don't know. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, McIntyre, McIntyre. I don't know. I, 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 like I said, I'm terrible at picking those or whatever, so I, I'll uh, forfeit my pick. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be a good one, that's for sure. Yes, sir. But before we uh, head on out, let everybody know where they can find your social media will you be live tweeting the event uh yeah a little bit yeah definitely you can follow me on twitter at nick anacelli n-i-c-k-a-n-n-i-c-e-l-o-i all right my man thank you for joining me again for this uh overview of nxt takeover phoenix and um some of these haphazard predictions for the royal rumble (laughs) but we're gonna go ahead and close this thing on out so we can get in preparation for tonight's Royal Rumble match, um, get some food in the system, maybe ha- set up some snacks, have some friends over. Maybe not. I'm not. But maybe you are. Not you, Nick, but nope. whoever's listening. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, well, I guess technically when they're listening, they probably already have the party. Yeah, this is true. I forgot I said that this was going to be out after. <laughs> so, Nick's all that shit that I said. Unless you can travel into the future, get the recording and come back, then listen to it. And yeah, that's a whole nother different thing. So anyway, on on behalf of myself and Nick Anacelli, we bid you a fond adieu and we'll see you next time.